Hello again. This is Drew Allen, your Millennial Minister of Truth. After the Supreme Court ended affirmative action in U.S. colleges just last week, the progressive left predictably reacted with outrage. It's been nearly six decades since Democrats were prohibited from discriminating against blacks in America, but apparently Democrats still needed a little more time to discriminate against other ethnicities before they felt they'd atoned for their sins. It's obvious to anyone paying attention that the real reason Democrats are so upset is because they need Blacks to continue believing that they can't succeed without Democrats. Affirmative action in itself is racist by definition. Blacks can't get into college on their own merits. Unlike other races, inferior Blacks can't possibly achieve anything on their own. Blacks need white Democrats. You know, the same ones responsible for keeping them on welfare and preventing them from graduating with basic literacy skills. They need these same Democrats to lower academic standards and admit them to colleges. Affirmative action was never a policy to help Blacks, not really. It was a policy intended to perpetuate mediocrity in Black communities and inhibit their success by telling them, you don't need to work hard or improve your circumstances because you can't. You're Black after all. So we're going to eliminate any motivation you might have to improve and excel by rewarding you for failure. One popular Democrat Twitter influencer said as much. Erica Marsh, who had amassed a following of more than 50,000 on the social media platform, well, she tweeted the following. Today's Supreme Court decision is a direct attack on Black people. No Black person will be able to succeed in a merit-based system, which is exactly why affirmative action-based programs were needed. Today's decision is a travesty. Yes, of course, Erica Marsh, no Black person will be able to succeed in a merit-based system. The tweet immediately garnered an extraordinary amount of attention and criticism, rightfully so, because Erica Marsh's tweet was both undeniably offensive and racist. Marsh, according to her Twitter bio, was a proud Democrat, a former field organizer to elect President Biden, and a volunteer for the Obama Foundation. Marsh even used pronouns, she, her, in case her profile picture, an innocent and adorable blonde, left any doubt. But while the tweet was real, it turns out that Erica Marsh, she was not. The racist tweet not only exposed the inherent racism of Democrats, what they really truly believe about Black people in this country, but also exposed that Erica Marsh doesn't exist. Her name is apparently the name of a fictional character from the TV series One Tree Hill. How it took so long to notice this and realize it, I don't know. But one internet sleuth, Greg Bolden, he linked the false account to a firm in Belgium. According to Bolden, the real human being behind the account is a man named Michael Zakrow, an expert in digital marketing, i.e. internet manipulation. The account has since been suspended. Since 2016, we've heard Democrats claim that Russians were manipulating U.S. elections by engaging in such stunts. But it turns out the real threat might be a man operating in Belgium spewing Democrat propaganda. Had Michael Zakharov not crossed the line and admitted what Democrats really think about Blacks, Erica Marsh, an AI-generated female and professed Democrat field organizer, well, she, he, might still be tweeting.
It's alarming. Had, say, a Russian oligarch been discovered operating a fake account under the name of Pierre Delecto, claiming to be a proud Trump enthusiast tweeting about how Joe Biden sexually assaulted his own daughter, the Biden administration would most certainly have taken immediate action. They'd have sanctioned him and screamed something about a threat to democracy. Many of you probably aren't even on Twitter and have never heard of Erica Marsh. But the revelation raises real concerns that must be addressed. The fictional Erica Marsh did have influence, more so than many. She had over 50,000 followers. Many were likely conservatives who followed simply to ridicule her thousands of other ridiculous Democrat propagandist tweets. But others were not. They lapped up her lies, regurgitated them, and reinforced the false reality they've been fed. If Erica Marsh isn't real, how many other accounts aren't real? How many fake accounts are being operated by Democrat activists in some foreign country, for example, to amplify Democrat propaganda, to give the false perception that the Democrat lunacy is popular? Social media has replaced reality for many Americans. That's a fact. Like it or not, Democrats and the media profess that Trump is unelectable and increasingly unpopular. Even never-Trumpers, even newly baptized never-Trumpers who formerly loved Trump, who now support DeSantis, they repeat this. But some 50,000 Trump supporters, and it's likely far more than that, just showed up to hear Trump speak at a rally in Pickens, South Carolina on Saturday. Those are real people, not thoughts. It's worth pointing out that Pickens, South Carolina, only has a population of roughly 3,400 people. 50,000. That's as many as the unknown, faceless Twitter followers of Erica Marsh came to support Trump. 50,000 real people. Public perception is important. Ask any politician. Ask any tyrant. Politicians manipulate public perception in order to influence, to affect their agendas. And to be clear, we are being manipulated. Just how much, I don't know. Why do we continue supporting a war in Ukraine? For example, Putin's bad and Zelensky's the second coming of Jesus Christ. That's what we're told. <laughs> Meanwhile, he suspended elections. He's a, effectively a dictator right now. He shut down churches. He's embezzled stolen millions of U.S. tax dollars. This we know. He's also arrested political opponents. Just recently, the media reported that a coup was underway in Russia. You might have missed it if you blinked. Putin was, of course, just about ready to give up, to cede his power and authority until he saw them armed with cups of coffee. Russia is falling, clowns like Adam Kinzinger claimed on Twitter. There was no coup. Not really. The big coup that didn't happen ended 127 miles from Moscow. No one was killed in the coup. No government was toppled. More Trump supporters were killed on the J6 insurrection than in this so-called Russian coup. Ashley Babbitt, of course, was the only person killed who died of unnatural causes, murdered by a capital police officer. Kinzinger is one of the greatest propagandists in the world. 
That's not an exaggeration as it relates to the war in Ukraine. In February of last year, for example, Kensinger tweeted a photo of two Ukrainian children saluting a passing Ukrainian tank. Look how patriotic the Ukrainians are. It was meant to, of course, gain favor, to pull at the emotional heartstrings to support the Ukrainians in this war that we know nothing about. But it turns out the image that Kinzinger posted and tweeted was from 2016. There was no war in Ukraine in 2016. That same month, February of 2022, Kinzinger tweeted another propaganda photo about an alleged Ukrainian ace fighter pilot named Samuel Hyde, codename Ghost of Kiev, who shot down six Russian jets. But like the uh, Belgian man in his underwear who was operating a fake account under the name of Eric uh, Marsh, the ghost of Kiev was not real. In fact, the photoshopped image of the non-existent fighter pilot made images of a transgender Michelle Obama look credible. Has anyone ever seen a picture of Michelle Obama pregnant, by the way? So what exactly is real? Is anything real? The Russian coup wasn't real. Erica Marsh isn't real. The J6 insurrection was not real. We find out more and more about that each day. We've known it from the beginning, anyone who was paying attention, that it wasn't real. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. Did any FBI agents or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. Trump-Russia collusion wasn't real. Trump, Trump quid pro quo wasn't real. There was a phone call, but there was no quid pro quo. There was, however, quid pro quo between Joe Biden and the president of Ukraine when he was serving as vice president. But Democrats are using propaganda to create an entirely fictional world. One in which everything they say and do is motivated by this manufactured reality. Joe Biden isn't well. He can't control his bowel movements, as evidenced by his charts in the presence of the Duchess of Cornwall. Recent images of impressions on the skin of his face were dismissed immediately as his sudden use of a CPAP machine to help him breathe. But curiously, the increase in oxygen to his brain had no impact on improving his cognitive functions. So the question still remains, what's wrong with Joe Biden? The increase in oxygen levels didn't solve it. More than 7 million illegals have entered our country since Biden became president, likely far more than that. We don't know how many, to be honest. Where are they? What are they doing? What is the purpose? How many are violent terrorists? Where are they coming from? It's impossible to know these things. We won't get an answer from the Biden administration. Will they be rioting in the streets? This time, next year, like what's happening in France right now? Did we ever get to the bottom of the Chinese spy balloon incident in America? What was it doing exactly? Why, why was it permitted to traverse the entire United States? No honest person believes that they didn't shoot it down to protect trees in the highly unpopulated state of Montana. Why are we permitting China to put troops 90 miles from Miami in Cuba? Why is that happening now under the Biden administration? without any pushback. In fact, the media doesn't seem concerned at all. We know instinctively that something terrible is coming. In fact, we all know it's so bad, even Democrats, that we, many of us, suppress our fears with denial. We know we're being bamboozled. The continuation of the war in Ukraine is unnecessary. Ukraine can't win. 
What is the war even about anymore? What was it ever really about? Why are the neocons and Democrats determined to escalate the war rather than end it peacefully? Why are they lying to us about Ukrainian strength and Russian weakness? Disinformation and lies have consequences. That's true. But who's perpetuating it? Democrats shut down the country over a lie. They manipulated the entire country, more than 300 million people, into giving up their liberty because Democrats created an entirely false reality that, was, that it was necessary and even good. They lied. It's all been proven a lie. It was unnecessary. We still haven't recovered from that. Joe Biden isn't running the country. Everyone knows that. So who is? The media can't deny his unpopularity. But if you go on Twitter, an army of paid influencers tweet out the same Democrat propaganda in support of Biden daily. The tweets are nearly identical. Who's sending these tweets? Who's overseeing this operation? And again, how many more Erica Marshes are there putting out propaganda? America is on an unsustainable trajectory. Not just unsustainable, but disastrous. Everyone knows this. Democrats and the Biden administration are the cause, and it won't end well. But of course, their, their, their strategy is simple. Convince people that Trump is worse than Biden. Yet every American lived under the Trump presidency and the Biden presidency. Objectively, it's a lie. Everything was better under Trump. But the media told you you had it so bad when you had it so good. Now the same media tells you you have it so good when you have it so bad. And now that we know Erica Marsh isn't real, she's a Belgian man, it's time we ask ourselves, what else isn't real? And also, what is real? If we can't distinguish between what's real and what's not, the country is finished.